Have you been looking for your keys to success? You have found the best place to start. We will hear from professionals on different keys to success in building huge careers in and outside the mortgage industry. These conversations that each person will share their experience will allow you to hear nuggets on finding your keys to success. I'm your host, Sue Meitner, so let's get started and grab your keys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Grab Your Keys. I'm stoked today to have an amazing gentleman here with me. He's an entrepreneur. I mean, his his accolades go on and on if you look him up. Um, he's known as the results guy. Tony Jerry is here with us today. He um, helps high-performing CEOs and salespeople throughout the world uh, do things, get results faster every single day. Do things. Get results faster. Get results faster. And we are super excited to have him. He um, helps every top performer stay focused. And we are going to learn so much from him today. So, Tony, welcome to Grab Your Keys. Hey, glad to be here. Let's, yeah. share some, let's share some good things. We're going to share a lot. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about you? Because your story is so empowering of how you help so many people throughout the world. Um, tell us a little bit about you. I got a call one time when I was 22 years old, Sue, and a guy called me up and he said, Tony, could I come over and, and give you a big chunk of money to talk to you for four hours? And I said, interesting. What do you want? Oh my goodness, you know how to make money. Can I just come talk to you for four hours? And so I said, wow, that sounds like an interesting thing. You're going to pay me to talk to you. Anyway, I said, bring your check over. (laughs) We had a nice chat. He's a top CEO today, 30 years later here in Dallas. And then four years later, Sue, I went broke. And that's not fun. I don't recommend it. And I looked back and I prayed a lot, thought a lot about my experience there. And I thought if I could share advice with people, Uh, and impact people's lives and make money doing it the rest of my life. That's what I'd want to do. And so for the last, uh, how many years has it been? 35 years, 40 years. That's what I've been doing. So for the last 35 years, you've been helping people um, and illustrating how to make money. What, what's the secret to making money? Everyone wants to know they want your results and how, and how are you known as the results guy? Well, I I was very fortunate to have Zig Ziglar be a mentor of mine. Zig hired me in 1994 to show him how to grow businesses. In the 90s, Zig was very heavy into personal development, and I was very heavy into building businesses. And uh, I had made a decision to put the emphasis on my uh, advice on the business world, and he had made his emphasis on improving people. And we met on a way to uh, to Chrysler in Detroit. And I was helping when Lee Iacocca left, turn around Chrysler. And we hit it off and ended up that his president, Sue, became my president, wow. uh, Jim Norman. And uh, he coached me and was my president for 20 years. And one of the things that he left me, Sue, was what's on the wall behind me, which is the answer to your question. The secret to success I'm proposing is those three words, clarity, focus, and execution. And what happened, Sue, is he said, I'll become your president after 10 years of me badgering him. This is 10 years after he was president for Zig. 
And he said, if you let me interview your clients, because why are they paying you so much money to come see you? And I said, interview them. And he came back and he said, Tony, your gift is you help people think and you help them get more clear, more focused and execute. And Sue, I've been, uh, I've been preaching that now for many, many years. So let's, let's just get, go deep on that one time. I figured you'd want to. Okay. Yeah. So you help people think. Why is thinking so important? Well, first off, thinking is something that most people don't do enough of. In my opinion, uh, most people, their to-do list is so big that they're huffing and puffing every day to get everything done in their calendar. Have you seen that, Sue? Yes, absolutely. Same for myself. I see it. And so I'm constantly saying, do I step back and live what I'm saying and think about all the pieces and be strategic? And it's it's tough when you got a big, heavy calendar. Mm-hmm. And so people, they want to get everything done on the on their list that they promised, and they don't often step back and think. And when you step back and think and you really get clear on what you want to uh, accomplish, then you uh, have a big jump on success, in my opinion. So when you're thinking, you become clear, and that's the clarity and the focus, and then you have to execute. Well, you certainly got to do stuff. Yeah. Let me unpack unpack focus for a moment uh, for everybody. Uh, As I go around the world, I ask the question, Sue, to people that I'm asking people now is how many hours are in a week? And most people, as you know, can't answer that question. They don't know how many hours are in a week. Now they can calculate it and they can figure it up and they can look it up and they know once they do that, it's 168 hours. And then I ask people about how many hours of that 168 do you spend, not invest, but spend in low leverage activities. And the average is over 20 hours a week people spend in low, low leverage activities. That means they are not as focused on the things they should be as they could. So once you get clear on what you want, you got to make darn good time. I mean, sure that you use your time and your resources and your energy to focus on the things that matter the most, then go out and execute. So it's all three. Yeah. So why do you love helping companies and people succeed? I think most people, including myself, have an altruistic um, component to their mind. And I think people feel good when they help other people win. I don't, you do, don't you, Sue? I love helping people. And it when you, makes when, me you, happy. when you give them an insight and you give them advice or you show them something that you did wrong and help them not to do it, what you did, and all those things, and people appreciate you and thank you, it's a high. Mm-hmm. And you get some dopamine hits out of it, right? Yes, I mean, absolutely. And so, uh, I mean, if you study Mazarki's hierarchy of needs, once someone has some of the things that we have, the basics, right? You belong and get shelter and do well economically. Then helping other people is is part of the puzzle of uh, the way God made us. And yeah. so I'm right there with everybody else. I love helping people win. Yeah, I love helping people win too, because it is the greatest gift when you share what you're doing or how people get into a house. So you wrote a a fantastic book that I've had the pleasure of getting as a gift um, results faster. It's one of the best selling. Yep. Right there, right on your shelf. Right here. That's it. That's it. Results faster. Um, I need to get you to sign it next time. I see you next month. Yeah. I'll see you in a few few weeks. And uh, 
Um, what is the most vital proven principle that you feel in results faster? Wow. Well, let me let me unpack that. There's so that. much. There's so much. Yeah, let me unpack it a little bit to make it interesting for our viewers. Yeah. Uh, I teamed up with Success Magazine about 10 years ago to do the ultimate course, and we called it Results Faster. In fact, we invested over $100,000. We hired Tony Robbins, uh, IP uh, executive. She was with Tony for almost 20 years. Her name is Pam Henderson, and she went through my first 43 books and lifted the best lessons from all of my books to that point. And we ended up calling it down to 21 different lessons. So, so the book is made up of 21. So Sue, when you, when you ask what's like the best, there's just so many good ones. Now, I know. Like, like one of the things that I think most of the people that would be listening today that could relate to is item number 20. And it's not necessarily the best, but it's an aha. And I think that giving people value and giving an aha today is something that you would like us to do. For sure. And that's the lesson of a, of a life team. So a lot of people are not strategic about cultivating and nourishing and loving on their life team. And a life team is people that help you get stuff done. And they, uh, they could be someone that mows your yard. It could be someone that cleans your house. It could be your attorney that helps you uh, write something up. It could be your dentist. It could be your plumber. It could be someone that runs an errand for you. We've all got all these people in our life that help us do stuff. And if you get, if you really love on those people, you can have people do stuff that they're good at and it allows you to do more stuff that you're good at. Right. And I think that that's a lesson that a lot of people miss. Who, I mean, everybody knows to delegate, but most people don't nourish. Like, do you give Christmas presents to the people that, that um, clean your swimming pool? Like most people don't even think about that. Right. And yet, guess what? If someone cleans your pool consistently all the time and you never have to worry about it, like then you can go do your thing. And guess what? If you're in the mortgage business, you go do write another, write another loan and do another mortgage and you made another three or four or five grand, right? Right. And just like, so I think one of the lessons is to love on people that are part of your life team. So when you're loving on people who are part of your life team, that allows you as the individual who's the salesperson or the entrepreneur to do more high leverage activities. We talk about high leverage activities and low leverage activities. How do you define what your high leverage activities are, Tony? How, how do you define that? Well, let me, let me first reinforce the term of all the books back here behind me, and I've written 76 to date. The number one concept out of all those books is high leverage activities. Uh, over and over and over, all the books, the favorite thing that people have said that I've come up with is HLAs. And HLAs is really just my term for prioritization. So it's not like, oh my goodness, I thought of something that no one else thought of. What I believe is a lot of people don't prioritize as well as they could. So we all have that limited amount of time, 168 hours. We need to sleep for 56. We need to take a shower, which is maintenance, put it, brush our teeth and comb our hair. That's another 12. So you take 156, that's going to be 168 minus 56, minus 12, and you get 100 hours. And how you invest that 100 hours matters. A lot of people put a lot of time in low leverage activities. Mm -hmm. Back to your specific question, how do you define what your high leverage activities are? It's the things that matter the most to reach what you clearly want to achieve. Right. So uh, I think that out of that 100 hours that we all have, most of us should take about half of that and invest it in our personal lives and about half of it and invested in our professional lives. That means that you would have 
two sets of HLAs. You would have your professional HLAs and you'd have your personal HLAs. So if you have kids, which you do, right, Sue? I have two in college. And one of the things that would be an HLA for you would be to love on and pour in and nourish your kids. Those on the line that uh, with us today, if they have kids, one of their high leverage activities is probably going to be to nourish and pour into their kids, right? And Absolutely. now on the business side, it might not have anything to do with kids unless your kids work with you. Uh, I have five and mine is to, uh, uh, number one is to constantly nourish uh, qualified new business. Same as yours and same as most of the people on the line. We need to be constantly nourishing new business. Number two, in my business, I need to be delivering great value. Well, I think the same thing applies in, for most any entrepreneur, whether you're in the loan business or not, is you want to make sure you deliver great value. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the third thing for me is, is that I have, is a, and I have five, is that I need to make sure and clarify for my team what the priorities are. So if you have a team, and I know you do, Sue, you want to constantly be clarifying what's the most important things for them. Uh, number number four for me is to make sure I gain wisdom. Since I'm in the wisdom giving business, I need to outread everybody else. Right. And then number five is I need to make sure and nourish my Rolodex. So I know we all in the entrepreneur world and in the mortgage business have a lot of contacts. Rolodex is the old term for it. Some people still use it. Some people call it contacts. Whatever the term that you want to use, we have this database, if you will, of connections in our life. And I think for most of the people that are on with us would share that same high leverage activity that I have. It's a great thing to pour into people. And it when you pour into people, you get referrals, you get opportunities. Basically, you get more, you get invited to do more cool stuff. Yeah, you're you're totally right. Totally right. I love, I love all that you just said. There was so much in that. Um, what are your three keys to success? Well, it, it, you know, I could come back and be boring and say, you know, clarity. Sorry, I know, I know, I know. I was like, I was going to exclude those. <laughs> or I could, I could bounce around on that question a little bit. And I know in the prep you sent me and told me that you were going to ask me those questions. I was like, self, am I going to be boring and just say clarity, focus, and execution? Or am I going to be interesting? Because I know people that are like listening right now are like, Sue, do you have someone on here that thinks they know it all? Are they interesting? Are they valuable? And you really wanted someone on here that's like interesting and valuable and not boring and not arrogant. Uh, so let me see if I can answer that. Uh, Which you are not boring or arrogant. <laughs> thank you. Well, I think, I think there's a, we all want to be confident. We have to be careful with arrogance. When we have success, we all have to fight that, I think. Correct. Um, we have to fight uh, our ego. And ego is a good thing, I believe. And I've studied that a lot, read a lot about it. Uh, you got to manage it carefully. Okay. Uh, I think being clear on what you want to achieve uh, just keeps coming to my mind. And so I yeah. guess the subset of that, though, would be goal setting. So, Sue, one of the three things I would say is goal setting is a big key to success. Um, I agree. It's hard to, to argue that. Number two, I guess I would say, you know, time management. Uh, it'd be hard to, to to not say time management. Wouldn't want to be in the top of your list. Maybe it's a not top, top three for some people, but you could argue it should be in the top 10, maybe top five, maybe the top one. Uh, time management uh, would be a key to success. Um, and then, you know, are you a person of value? I think the world rewards people that bring value to the table. And so if you're like constantly bringing value as an entrepreneur, as a loan officer, uh, as a, any kind of, any kind of role, if you bring value from just doing someone's hair, you know, the world rewards that. And so mm -hmm. I, I think I would nail it down to, uh, to goal setting, time management and bringing value. Yeah. I love all of those. They're fantastic. So they are definitely three 
substantial keys to success for sure. You, so you have so many people who admire you. I, I just know of hundreds of ju- of the people who have come in contact with you over the well, last. I've read a lot of books, Sue. And right, you've read right, 76 on your way to 100. So because that's a goal, probably. <laughs> so um, what I'm thinking is, you know, so many people admire and look up to you. How do you fill your cup? Who do you admire? How, how does how does Tony fill that? Fill that? Who, who is somebody that you admire? Um, one of my favorite guys that comes to mind is the guy that helped lift off uh, the entrepreneurs organization, which started in 1987. His name is Peter Thompson. I was giving Peter Thomas and Peter, uh, he's 84 years old. Uh, he and I, uh, helps launch a company together called Dogtopia. We have, uh, over 200 or part of over 200 franchises across the country. And in fact, including in Canada, um, and it's a dog spa company. And he and I invested in that, lifted that off. And, and we just love working together on that. This guy, he and I wrote a book called Business Ground Rules. And this is a guy that lives life, uh, loving life. He's helped with that EO organization. There's 17,000 members. Every time I see him, he's smiling. Uh, Not all the things happen good to him. So he has to figure out how to turn something crummy into something good. It happens to all of us and uh, make it a life lesson. And uh, he just, uh, I mean, the guy, I get up on his boat. And I'm going to work out with him at like 5.30 in the morning. And he's like, hey, I was up at 4.30 working out. Where you been? And he's like 84. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, now this guy, he motivates me. And in fact, watch this. So, Sue, like you believe in goal setting, right? I totally believe in goal setting. And then so I have my goals laminated and I, and I read my goals all the time, right? And I have pages and pages of goals. Well, let's look at this guy. Peter's goals. This is how thick, this is, look how thick his goals are. And his are written in, because he's 84, they're written in big letters. Is that, is that cool? Yeah, that's super cool. And I am a member of the entrepreneur organization. Oh yeah. It took, I, I've been a 13 year member. Wow. It allowed me, and it was, it really helped me a lot. And the people in there, uh, the way that like-minded people get together is um, second to none. So if you are an entrepreneur and you haven't looked into the entrepreneurs organization, they have members as in chapters throughout the entire world. He is and, the uh, he is the uh, EO uh, uh, chairman emeritus. So he's the chairman for life. Yeah. You know, he's just an amazing guy. And I think we all should look at that. In fact, Sue, I wrote a book called Heroes. Can you grab me that book for a second? Um, and, and here's one for you or, or for everybody who's listening is we're a hero to more people than we know we are. So make sure that we're the right kind of hero. And I had put him in this book as well. Oh, I love hero, that. Right? So a lot of people don't really think about that. Uh, so two things. One, have heroes. And the second part of the book is make sure that you're a hero to others, including your kids or people that might work for you or work with you or, you know, you might refer business back and forth to, you know. Well, now I know what my next Tony Jerry books is that I'm going to be getting on Amazon. So Heroes. <laughs> I like to be like, what's that next one? I just got that vibe one. I like the vibe one too. Vibe's a good book. Vibe is a great book. book. So because it's all about positivity and mindset also. And I think that that's just also so important in the day in which we live. When you walk in my office, Sue, you know what the, what the word is? I have a word that goes about seven feet across the, the back of my office. 
The word, what is it? Think. Think. Yeah, because every time I walk into my office, I want to think, right? I want to remind myself to think. And I think those that are with us today, if they aren't thinking enough, maybe that could be one of the takeaways we give everybody, Sue. If you want to be more prosperous, more successful, create more results, you know, thinking, you know. I agree. I had the pleasure of coming down to your results center, which was absolutely amazing. And the one thing that I walked away with tons of things, but the one thing that I decided was a non-negotiable in my life was that I had to come back and manage time to think. And we all get wrapped up in everything, as you said earlier in this podcast, in doing stuff that I have to time block thinking time. And sometimes that comes after everybody's walked out the door at five o'clock so that I can actually just take that time and really think about what are my goals? What is my time management? Am I on the right track? Have I talked to my children today? Have I, you know, brought value to the realtors? So here's one, here's one, Sue, here's one I was thinking as you were saying that, that we could give to everybody. I don't think most people have this one. Uh, it's a concept called an elegant solution. And an elegant solution is when you're so clear on what you want to accomplish, you do one activity and accomplish multiple objectives. So for example, today in three hours, I'll be working out in my gym. And in my gym, I have a flip chart. And in between sets, I go over and think, and I write stuff on the flip chart. So simultaneously, I'm working out, I'm thinking, I'm writing ideas, I'm taking a picture. And so I'm doing one activity, but accomplishing two and three, four or four objectives at one time. A lot of people don't really get an elegant solution. An elegant solution, we want to constantly be thinking about how can we do one thing and accomplish more. For example, if you are training somebody, you might record what you're training them so that you could train with that recording someone else. So you right. built a tool at the same time you're training. So there's lots of ways. And sometimes you can do eight, nine, and 10 objectives, reach eight or nine or 10 objectives with one activity if you think deep enough. Most people right. don't. That is fabulous, a fabulous takeaway. If you were going to be in any other uh, profession besides the one you're in, what would you do? Well, now that I've learned about mortgages, <laughs> I might be in the mortgage business. What a beautiful business. Aren't you in the mortgage business now? No, I am. But, uh, I am. I actually am. Uh, I, I just, you know, giving advice, I, I've owned and still do today, own lots of companies around the world or pieces of them. And, uh, and so being an investor is fun. Um, being a, an advisor's fun. Uh, I, I do some coaching. That's not what I mainly do. Tomorrow I am giving a speech. Every now and every now and then I give a speech. That's fun. I've been to, you know, a lot of places. Sue, I've been to sixty countries. Wow. Uh, last year, uh, American sent me a note that I crossed the five million mark with American, and that's just one airline. And so I've been around the world. So I'm not jumping up and down to speak. My favorite thing, really, Sue, is like when you guys came here at the Results Center. I mean, it's just, it's just like gold, right? That we have, it is gold. we spent, uh, can we show, can we show a picture? Do you have the ability or uh, I don't, do we have a picture? How could we show the results center here? Anyway, anybody that we'll wants to throw a picture when Olivia edits this, she'll throw a picture up of oh, the results center. Great idea. That'd be cool because we could just say, here's a picture of the results center, which is the $5 million building that we invested several years into that we wanted to make available for, uh, interesting, smart people to come here and to think. I mean, we really wanted it to be a special think tank, you know? It is a special think tank. As a person who has been there, you've really developed something truly special. And, 
you know, in your future, I'm sure you're going to be having lots of people there and loving on them and providing value. So I already know the answer to the next question, which is what's in the future for Tony? Writing the books, providing goals. Oh, providing no, 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 no. Let me tell you what my next what book is in the future for Tony. <laughs> oh, Sue, Sue, I've been, I've been working on this book now. I hate to admit this because I'm usually way faster than this. For two years now, I've been working on a book called Next Level. And what I've, what I've experienced, Sue, is a lot of people join EO, they join uh, YPO, they join Vistage, maybe they are part of uh, Tiger 21, they're part of an organization and they get such great wins from, uh, let's call it uh, trusted colleagues sharing, right? So in your forum groups or in your, uh, in your monthly meetings or even in some of your annual meetings, there's such wins from being part of those organizations. And yet sometimes what I find that when people have been in those organizations for a while, they really crave having more one-on-one attention. I agree. And so they come to me and they say, Tony, I want to go next level. And I want you to pour into me. And I'm at an economic position right now that I don't need to spread my time times 20 or 12 or even seven people. I want you to pour into me. So, oh, thanks. Excellent. We got it. Here we go. Okay. Here's this. It's so fabulous. (laughs) And so, and so, uh, so the, 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 where am I going is I am writing a work right now. I'm giving the message the first time publicly in just three weeks called next level. It's called results next level. And so far we have 75 areas that people like yourself, you would look at and go, I want to go next level there. And so for example, like next level pouring into your adult kids, like sometimes people go through and they go, Hey, I'm successful in my business. I, I, I've sold one of my businesses that I built as an entrepreneur uh, or I've done very well in the mortgage arena. And then they go, well, what else could I do? A next level. I want to be next level my health. I want to be next level with my, uh, with my kids. Uh, maybe you want to be next level with your environment and you look through your own office setup and you go, how do you make it just like next level? So you're so inspired, right? I'm, I haven't been to your place, but I'm assuming it's like rock solid and everything organized. Is that right? It's like you're at home. Exactly. And I think a lot of people that are in line with this, they want to do a check with themselves and go, is next level for me looking at my environments and making it special? You know, whether it's your home, it's whether it's your garage, whether it's your office, even your car, you know. Right. So what's what's ahead for me is building my arsenal so I can help people go next level more effectively. Well, I can't wait to have that because I definitely would love to take things to the next level for sure. But I just wanted to thank you so much for today. And thank you so much for all that you give. Um, you've affected my life in the next in, in the last six months in such a great way. And so many others, Tony, you are just amazing. How about this and- one, Sue? Let's do this. Let's give everybody, if you want, I'll give you the rights, and I own 100% of the rights to this book. If you want to give that away electronically to everybody that's kind of connected here to you on the podcast, and I, I'm giving that to you. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, that's like. So, if anyone wants to comment below on any of the uh, feeds that we're on or write in the subscription of Grab Your Keys, we will make sure that we provide value to you in getting that Results Faster book um, electronically to you. That's amazing. Thank you, Tony. Well, I mean, think about this, Sue. You know, in the book, there's dumb things that I did that you shouldn't do, and there's good things I did that you should model. And so, like, like if you want to get go there faster, you know, don't do dumb stuff, right? Learn from people that have done dumb stuff and don't do it again. And, uh, and then, and then do the smart stuff. Right. So that's, that's what I guess we should leave everybody with. My thinking is 
like model, 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 best practices, best practices, best practices, you know? Absolutely. And that's such a gift. Thank you so much for the electronic version of Results Faster. We'll get it to anyone who asked for it. So thank you. And as I said, thank you so much for being you. You're one in a million, Tony. And I am so appreciative that I can call you a friend. So thank you for your time today. Good to see you, Sue. Love your energy. Thank you.